praised be Jesus Christ. Now and forever. I'm Alexandra Sullivan. And I'm Father Connolly. Welcome to Raising Saints, Helping Kids Hear God's Voice. We're a priest and a mom who are eager to do our best to answer kids' questions about God, the church, the faith, and more. Most importantly, to help them to grow in their relationship with God and ultimately hear His voice. And we're back from two weeks ago, <laughs> even though for us it's the same day. Ooh, technology. But we're, we're still here with uh, Cynthia O'Connor, mom of so many great people, but especially... That's right. Grandma to even more. Yeah. The five, as they're known, the Fernandez the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but we uh, we're very blessed to be talking with Cynthia about the experience of the O'Connor family uh, as their daughter Anna discerned her vocation to religious life and has become Sister Claire of the Franciscan Sisters of the Martyr Saint George. Excellent that you remember that. that yeah, was very good. that was really good. I remember. <laughs> Shall we say prayer? Yes. I have a, a prayer I'd like to say. Um, since we're speaking about vocations, I read this in a book that I was given when I was a kid by the vocations director, uh, discerning whether or not I might be called to the priesthood, but it applies to every vocation. Um, because sometimes we, we get into the sort of bad habit, right? Of We say, huh, habit, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> um, boom, boom. <laughs> We, we, we speak of only those who've become priests or religious right. as, as having vocations. Right, right. Um, Alexandra, you have just as much a vocation I as I'm I sure do, and too. Cynthia. And, and, and so I just want to set the stage, right, by saying that, that we all share our universal vocation to become holy, to become saints. We're all called to live with God in eternity in heaven. Then... Our next vocation, that's where we're each different. And so some are called, like Sister Claire, to religious life. Some are called to become priests, some to be married, and so on. Mm-hmm. So let's pray this vocation's prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Oh God, I want to want what you want, even if I don't want it right now. Even if I'm afraid right now, I want to want it. Help me to want to be what you want me to be. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I want that Amen. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want it that way. You oh, want. We digress here. That's enough of that. Okay. Cynthia. <laughs> At the end That'd of. That would be a great song for Pentecost. Oh, right? oh. Fire of the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's not give anyone any ideas. No. At the end of last episode, you mentioned Bishop Sheen. Oh, you guys are fans, Man. is what you're saying? We, I don't know, this guy is, and he introduced me. He's my hero. Oh, yeah. And I think we both have a little fan fan sure. craziness. Yeah. Right? He's a awesome. Bit. Yeah. He's awesome. He's so cool. So tell, what were you going to say well, about Bishop Sheen? What I was going to say Sheen? was there was, um, uh, this was many, many years ago, and my mother actually told me that she said that he said or saw it written that he wrote that joy is the most infallible sign of God. Uh-huh. And so I thought of that, um, I think of that, 
every time I'm with these sisters because that is something it's not that you walk around smiling, giggling, giggling, laughing. When you see a true vocation in anything, like you said, mm-hmm. a nurse who loves nursing, a, you know, anybody, in, you know, a mother who just loves being, you, you see and you do know um, the, the joy. But I never saw it like this with this order. And that's my girl. She is so joyous mm-hmm. at one point. And again, I don't want to give the impression this is not a giddy is thing. This right. is peace from within. Yeah. Someone told me, Anna actually won an award in St. Colombo, looking back now, everyone got something about an attribute. And hers was comfortable, most comfortable in her own skin. Mm. And that is really something that most of us, I think, are to struggle with because you, you stress about this. Am I doing? She is very peaceful. And I said to her once, why is it that you're so happy in this order? What makes you so happy? And she said, mom, when you're doing what you really believe our Lord wants you to do, makes you very happy. Yeah. And so she knows this is for her. She knows this is going. She's embraced this. She's sacked. And it is it is a tremendous sacrifice, mm-hmm. but it also, but most of it is a joyous, beautiful life. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. not without hardships. She misses us because if she didn't miss us, I would then wonder yeah. if she just said, oh, okay, mm-hmm. see you in two years. <laughs> just to some people, then I'd say, is this, you know, it's, uh, of course she does. That makes yeah. it more, you know, validating to me that it's a, a real thing. But the joy of these sisters when you're with them, just like the sisters of life, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that, that is a real vocation. Yeah. Well, actually, there's a sister of life. Um, her name is Sister Monica Marie, and she smiles perpetually. My, Do you know her? She is my daughter's confirmation sponsor, Grace. Stop. My daughter, yeah. Grace's sponsor. She's she's Grace really my is favorite. Grace Monica has that name. Yeah, and Sister Monica is her. So Sister Monica Marie, they call her Sister Smiley. Yeah, she's Did awesome. you know this? She's awesome. So when she's yeah. in the chapel yeah. after communion, she says she's always smiling. And I saw this and, and I just laughed because there was, I was on retreat with them and I had that experience where I was just mm-hmm. smiling. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have that, yes. you know, like, and, and it's yes. really, it's amazing to see it's because real. yeah, it's, it's really real. real. You, and you even this guy has said to me, like with all that goes into working at a parish and all the stresses, but he said, when I'm exercising my priestly ministry, everything feels right. And I think that's what you're getting at. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Bingo. <laughs> Where do we go from here now? So I want to uh, just say one thing, and then I have another question. Certainly. Um, I think that's such a great point you make, right, about, of course she misses you, and if she didn't, that would raise a red flag. Yes, that's what I meant. And, so, yeah, and I did. think a lot of people have the misconception that, you know, religious life or priesthood or, or whatever it is, is an escape. Right, right. And perhaps that's been the case for some. In fact, of course it has been for some. That's why... Uh, we're dealing with with so much scandal and, and and suffering now in the church because of various leaders within her sort of hierarchy of the organization, the human end of the church, right? Who probably should never have gotten there in the first place. Uh, maybe just had a lot of stuff to deal with in their own lives, and they didn't deal with it. They just ran away into a seminary or a convent instead to try to hide. But you can't hide from your life. Um, so one of the things that always stuck with me in seminary was 
uh, the four meters telling us, gentlemen, if you don't want to be a husband and a father, do us all a favor and please leave. Exactly. And I'm sure it's the same for for Sister Claire, right? If you don't want to be a a wife and a mother, please do us a favor and leave. This is not an escape, but rather um, this is a, a vocation of its own. And we're designed for that desire, for that family, for that. Um, I don't have it nearly as, as, as bad as, you know, well, bad's not the best word, but it's not nearly as challenging for me as it is for sister Claire, right? I, I can hop in the car and drive 40 minutes and see my folks. And, uh, then when they get tired of me, I I get back in the car, (laughs) but, uh, you know, but but right. to have right. that feeling of missing them yeah. is still well, a very to be real that thing. Happy to have this is an, again all these things that God has to look down and make sure I am aware of. To be that happy and have taken a vow of total poverty, she mm. owns nothing. Yeah, mm. and she is away from the family. And yes, you, that reminds me. Can you tell us about the panini press? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know the story. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Well, I did, you know, now she is in a house. She was in the mother house, but now she's in a just a regular house with only seven sisters. Mm-hmm. And she can cook now, you know, with the others. It's oh, There's all different stages of where you get sent because they have many convents. Mm-hmm. And she's in one in Champaign, Illinois, a wonderful place. So she's starting cooking again. So I sent her the panini press because she said she was top of the line by the way state of the art not realizing the whole i guess poverty thing and had to come back (laughs) so so but i think it's because they just i don't know i just yeah did have to come back (laughs) very sad for her very good however for me, because I had (laughs) the most delicious chicken panini at the O'Connor house. So thank you, Franciscan Sisters of the Martyrs. Tell us that right back. (laughs) That's funny. See, I make all things new, as the Lord would say, right? That's right. That's right. But it's funny, though, that, I mean, we're laughing about it now, but that possession, that that is a a real uh, element of religious life, you know, that you can't... We're so used to, you know, oh, I need this or I'd like mm-hmm. to have that. I'll go on Amazon, click the button. In two days, I've got it. Yeah. But you you sort of renounce that um, when you enter religious life. Yeah. And in fact, when you encounter religious who clearly haven't, it's a bit scandalous, mm-hmm. right? Um, so what a beautiful witness those yeah. sisters are, that they're truly living those vows that they've made. They really are. Yeah. They really are. And people are so kind to them, though. They give them, you know, they, they have what they need for sure. Right, right. She's not in squalor at all. They have a beautiful house, you know, everything Just, is you know, They have what they need. Has to eat her sandwiches unpressed and right, untoasted. With some kind of a, yeah, hot plate pushing it down. It wasn't boding well with me at the no, time. No, she... <laughs> so I thought I would send that. Yeah. Well, okay. that's all right. when she has her home visit, Make her the she biggest, be best panini she's I ever had in her life, home right? July 1st, uh, she'll be home. So yeah, Okay, what time should I be there? That. That's <laughs> right, for sure, for sure. So um, I, I did want to ask you uh, a little bit more about um, what is it particularly now that Sister Claire is doing? So you mentioned she's in this house with a few other sisters, yes. uh, which is different from the comment she was in before. And right, I think right. in the past she'd been working in a preschool 
Yeah, or is that what she's doing now? Things. She's had a lot of, of Tell experiences. Tell us about yeah, and what she's doing. When she, took, when she became professed, it was a, a great difference then, like in everything. Of the, then you do get to experience, you know, something on a more, like she'll be at this assignment for a couple of years, where the first three years you're bounced a little bit mm. to see what you, you know, where you fit in. But um, she now is a teacher in a wonderful school, St. Matthew's in Champaign, Illinois. It's really great. And um, like, a lot like our great school, and it's a wonderful school. So she's teaching pre-K and K, and she's, she's teaching right now, and mm-hmm. she really likes that. But she's very much part of the community there, and she's mm-hmm. been – we loved it. We loved yeah. it. It was great. Yeah. So I think that's probably what we've got for you. Um, so we'll we'll go first, and if you'd like to participate, we do a little segment called How We Heard God This Week. So if you would like to participate, it'd be oh, great. How about um, today, right now, to be able to share this story for me oh. is really great. I appreciate you having me on to talk about this wonderful thing, and I appreciate that. That is, to answer that question, that's easy. It's right <laughs> that's now. That's nice and easy, yeah. Absolutely. That's great. Thank you for sharing. But now we're going to... Father Connolly, how have you heard God this week or two weeks or whatever? Oh, let me count the ways. <laughs> Don't show off. No, it's just, uh, I, I just, uh, I'm, it sounds corny, I, I know, but I'm not going to apologize for that because I I'm truly just feel so blessed in so many ways. I can't even begin to describe uh I mean, I always do, but just these last couple of days, more than ever, I just mm-hmm. really am so taken aback by how good God is to me. Um, and I'm so undeserving of it, but I just, in so many, from little ways to big ways, I see him uh, so clearly at work in my life. And um, so I'll tell you just really briefly, just two of the little ways. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes those are the best, right? Um, one, uh, happened just actually yesterday i was getting ready for morning mass and um i have my usual routine i'll go and and open up the church and turn the lights on and the sound and make sure the books are turned to the right pages and all that and and um i do that about an hour and a half before mass i get back over to the rectory and then i like to spend an hour in prayer before celebrating mass and i'll usually do that here in the rectory of a nice little chapel here. And, um, but for some reason yesterday, and I couldn't figure out why, I just had this sense, oh, I'm going to go to the church and pray in there. So, okay, well, let me go with that. And I walked over and I walked in and I was alone. And then I wasn't alone. Someone walked in and said, oh, Father, I'm so glad you're here. Do you have a minute? Mm. Well, of course ah. I do. And... I proceeded to have just this beautiful encounter with this person um, who is suffering a great deal right now, but with such joy and, and this mysterious kind of acceptance of it and, and is so acutely aware of the ways in which God is um, guiding him through this time. And, uh, and it was just, it was incredible because I instant we don't always see Right, the the result of of God's work in our lives. Sometimes it just happens, and maybe much later on, 
It was providential. Yes. No, it really was. I, really I, was. I, said, I like I literally I looked up and I said, okay, thanks. <laughs> um, but then uh, another, another way I'd like to share with you really quickly is just yeah. today. Um, the, the kids in the school, they always bring a smile to my face, you know, and um, I, I had almost literally run back, <laughs> you know, I was trying to obey the rules of the road, but I might have, uh, may or may not have gone a little over the speed limit to get back in time for class from, from the hospital. I had to, I was visiting someone and, um, but I, I, you know, that was tough. It's, it's not exactly easy to be with someone who's, who's so sick and, um, you feel their pain. You really do. And, um, but then I went in the, in the school and had just the best time with our seventh graders, you know, we we're, we're talking about Lent and, and, and we had, we had just such a great time and a great conversation, great discussion, lots of laughs and, and so many beautiful personalities in that class. Mm-hmm. And, um, then, in fact, as I was leaving, two of the girls said, "Oh, Father Connolly, we drew you." <laughs> so <laughs> I now have a beautiful portrait of myself like drawn. But tiny yeah, tiny they drew a little halo. Aww. But Aww. it's very small. I was thinking, you know, <laughs> I mean, look, you know, at least thank God it wasn't horns, right? So, <laughs> right, you got a halo. so anyway, I'm sorry. That's enough from me. I just, I'm so grateful. I'm just so grateful. I'm so blessed. God is so good, and I love my life. And I hear him a lot. Those are two ways I've heard him. He talks a lot. <laughs> um, so for me this this week, let's see. I was thinking about this this morning. And I haven't been getting as much prayer time in as I probably should or would like to. Um, I've been very fatigued. So my morning prayer has been off. Um I try to work it in like through the day, you know, spend some a few minutes here and there. Um, but I always do better when I wake up in the morning and I start the day that way. So um, the other morning, I finally was able to get up with the alarm and I went downstairs and I made my coffee and I have this little olive tree that I've been growing for years and it's teeny, it's in like in a little pot and it was doing so well and then I let it get dried out. I don't, I didn't care for it properly. Anyway, so it's, it's struggling. So I've been trying to nurse it back to life and now it's got this new growth on it and it's looking much better. But I went over and I was watering it, which I don't do frequently enough, obviously. And then I opened my, my Magnificat that morning and everything that morning was about the olive tree or growing fruit or, um, just, so it's just all kind of tied together because I was feeling really down on myself because I wasn't praying and I felt really down that I was killing this tree (laughs) and just kind of, just, we're going through a time period of our life where everything's just kind of a little harder right now. So it was, seems like a very silly thing, but it all just was like, uh, it was kind of like a, Listen, I know you're struggling. I know you're like that tree mm-hmm. that's not really surviving, but you got some new growth right. and I'm sustaining you. And it was just a nice affirmation that. for me. That. So that's how I heard God. Yeah. Thanks. That, is, that really is. Well, thanks again, Mrs. O'Connor. Thank this you. was great talking to you about uh, your family and, and, and especially Sister Claire. And um, folks, we just want to encourage you, um, be open 
right? We have a God of surprises, and sometimes he surprises us with the ways he's calling us. Um, sometimes it's clear, sometimes it's not so clear, but he will reveal his plans if we're open to receiving it, right? So, yeah. um I do have one final thing, if you don't mind. I just please, you know how they please. say, like, you know, when people are interviewed and they say, oh, I wrote this book, buy my book. It's not like that. But it's um, <laughs> but it's like Anna. You didn't write a book? Sister Claire does. Ha- they do have a website. Oh, Franciscan, yeah. What is it, Father Con- the f- <laughs> Franciscan Sisters of the Martyr St. George. And if you go on there. And you click contact us. First of all, you could see their life, and you'll see my little sister Claire on there telling her story. Contact us, and you scroll down a little bit. It's not that hard to find. If I could find it, anyone can. Mm -hmm. And it says submit prayer request. And we need another whole podcast for me to tell you Mm. of people in my life who have submitted prayers. These are power prayers. Mm -hmm. They pray morning, midday, and night by name, the people that are submitted. And in my own life, there were definitely two miracles of people who asked for intention over these years that it turned out their prayers were answered. And these ladies will pray for you. So anybody, and they love that. That's what they, yeah. it's what they want to do. And they're all, like I said, they're all professionals. So before they go to their, they wake up at 4 a.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. to do this kind of stuff. So oh, anybody, so they sleep in. <laughs> so if anybody, uh, anybody really who's hearing, I would love to get this out because I give it out all the time and yeah. say, please mm. put your prayer, put your requests in. No yeah. downside to that. No, absolutely. And I can attest to that. I know that uh, Sister Claire has, she has limited, uh, you know, permission as to when she can write, how much she can now write. She and, and now she has email. Game changer. But game changer. Um, I've been yeah. the uh, the blessed recipient of, of notes from Sister Claire. And, and in fact, I just, I, I, I'm remembering now as we're speaking that one of them, it, she was telling me of how she was praying for me and um but i can almost hear her saying it right she told me this this great advice and 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 i don't think she intended it as advice it was just encouragement right but it was beautiful and you know father connolly you have to be filled with joy and and you have to smile and let your people see that because then they see the the joy of of god and and uh and i just well, you yeah. folks can't see it, <laughs> Cynthia and Alexandra can. But I'm smiling right now well, because I'm that's, thinking that's, of that. You're like her um, in that. I mean, it was remar- very that's, encouraging. That's why you two were a good that, pair when she was here. You yeah, sent, you have that same well, joy for sure. Well, it's a it's a fruit of of much prayer. Then too, I know she's praying for me and and uh, and folks take her up on that. Yeah. Write to them, please. Do it. Yeah. You know, when you finish listening to this episode here, they will pray for you they and will. and. Because I was it skeptical. Works. <laughs> I said, now, is this in cyberspace? And no one says, she said, no, we do. We get it. We print it out. We um, we we all gather. So, and that, you know, there's a lot of them. At that point, she was in still in Alton, and there's 190 sisters praying for your intention. That's a mm. cool thing. Yeah, beautiful. So we're praying for Sister Claire mm. and for all of the Franciscan Sisters of the Martyr St. George. Um, as FSMG for short, you know, as we all call them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we're we're praying for them and, and and friends, we're praying for you too. God is calling you to something great. Uh might not be sure what it is just yet, but uh it's amazing. 
let his plans surprise you and just follow him. You will no know, no yeah, you will know no greater joy. Right. So uh, until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Raising Saints. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and learned something about the faith, the church, and God. Most importantly, we hope you've heard God's voice as he calls out to you in love, as he calls you to a friendship with himself, as he calls you to be a saint. Until next time, God bless you.